Welcome back to Rhymes with Decora. I'm Benji Nichols, bringing you this podcast project of Inspired Media. We are telling stories about the communities you love, by people you trust, bringing in folks from across the region, across Decora land and beyond, to have conversations. Learn a little bit more about our neighbors. Have fun while we're doing it. And today I have a special guest with me. I'm excited. We've been lining this up for a couple weeks. Kristen Egan is here with me. How are you, Kristen? Hey, Benji. I'm really good. How are you? Awesome. I am so glad that this finally lined up. You and I talked uh, when I was first starting to put this together. And uh, we're looking at, you know, it just schedules and the things. And of course, part of the reason we're here is to talk about your amazing work with the Decorah Farmer's Market. Uh, but we were kind of leading right into farmer's market season as we started talking and uh, it took us a couple weeks but here we are and now it's mid-season and there's so much to talk about this now is perfect it's mid-season yeah. right can you believe it i mean currently as we're recording this it's july in iowa as i like to say uh and boy it has been july in iowa it's great but peak farmer's market season that's we right are, we are in it to win it and uh gonna be there for a couple months which is probably the most exciting part right yeah market season's interesting because peak market season actually happens like all the produce comes in in August and September, but peak summer is July. So, it, yeah. and like everything starts coming in now. So yeah, we're just at the beginning. So yeah. exciting. We are going to dive way into that uh, as we go through the show today. And I'm excited to talk more about the Decora Farmer's Market. I will say right off the bat, just if people are interested, Decora Farmer's Market happens Wednesdays three to six, right? You got it. And Saturdays, eight to 11. I always confuse that myself. So I have to remember 11. Yeah. Not, not any later. Just 11. <laughs> so you're not super morning people on Saturday. You got to get there early for the good stuff. It's worth waking up for. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Cool. Uh, and also, again, Farmer's Market is, of course, available on Facebook. It's a great page to find them. Instagram, so many beautiful pictures. You're taking a lot of those, right? Oh, it's so fun. Yeah. yeah. Man, beautiful pictures of incredible produce, incredible flowers, and great stuff that's coming in across the region. Uh, and a new website that you can access visit uh, via Visit Decora, right? That yeah. is a really cool thing. Visit decora.com. Yep. You just go to the little taste more tab and you'll find us there. You'll find it. Farmer's Market under the taste more tab and also a whole bunch of other cool stuff. But you should go to, you know, check out the farmer's market part, which is awesome. Kristen, let's back up. Start a little more towards the beginning. What was your path to getting to Decora? How did you get to Northeast Iowa? Well, let's see. The first time I was in Northeast Iowa, I was just a little baby because my parents are from here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my a lot of my family's from the McGregor Marquette area. Yes. And um, yeah. So when I was looking for colleges, I checked out Luther College. I didn't end up going there, but I checked it out yeah. and was like, oh, that's a cool little town. And then <laughs> I actually remembered how cool that experience was when I needed an internship in college. And Benji, you don't know this, but I yeah. actually talked to your wife, Erin, at Java Johns. Oh and my she goodness. had your little daughter in just like a little baby <laughs> carrier about maybe interning with Inspired. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that's kind of crazy. Oh, that's hilarious. But I ended up getting a different internship. And cool. so anyway, it wasn't until absolutely 2015, the end of 2015, sure. that I came back to be part of the Green Hour. Green Iowa AmeriCorps team yeah. at the Energy District. Yeah, and what a cool program! Can I can I ask you quick because there have been so many incredible young energetic people who have come to our region over the last oh a roughly decade, right? Uh, through Green Iowa AmeriCorps, and what a cool program, right? It's incredible. Yeah. What, what was your? How did you get connected to that program? I was singing. I, I came down for a community sing. Liz Rogge used to lead community yeah. sings. And another person who needed a ride um, to that thing, I picked up on the way and he was just like, hey, 
I uh, oh, like I'm on this team and it's AmeriCorps and I'd been looking at AmeriCorps positions all over. Oh, wow. And he's like, "We've got an extra position. You can start late." And yeah, and then I jumped into my year with AmeriCorps with these incredible people from all over the country. That's fantastic. And, and that's the I mean that's the cool part to me is it is a nationwide program and you could be on anywhere in the US. There's programs all over that you know have entities or projects or places that uh, AmeriCorps members work with. Uh, and of course the Energy District has brought in several to our region amongst other entities. So, mm-hmm. yeah, what a cool story. That's really fun. So kind of happenstance, it all came together, right? Totally all came together. And I felt like I'd kind of been like bouncing, kind of like, like, I want to move to Decora, but it's not time. I want to move to Decora, but it's not time. And then the AmeriCorps position opened up. I'm like, that's where I need to be. Absolutely. I always <laughs> yeah. have to ask too, where did you end up going to college? Uh, University of Wisconsin, Stevens yeah. Point. Cool. Yeah. Another great little corner of the world. and got some good friends up that way. Yeah. Central Wisconsin's a cool place to be. Beautiful part of the world for sure. Yeah. Um, um, cool. So Winter Sheik Energy District, spent some time there doing communications work, all sorts of stuff, right? Just diving in. Yeah. And being able to supervise the Green Iowa teams, which was really kind of fun to you know, like help other folks through that same experience and help them have a, a good experience. There. Absolutely. And yeah. I know we don't have to dive too far down that path, but I know that you got to do some really cool experiences with that as well, traveling to other parts of the country to talk about, you know, what you were doing, working with other uh, young people on like inclusivity. I know one of the things I was reading about like um, clean energy inclusivity or, you know, just starting with those locally led solutions, right? Like th- some of the things you were working on along the way that maybe led to other projects you got involved with, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> Does that make And one of the other things you were doing away all along uh, all along this time, like you mentioned, was singing. I've, I also recall there was a ukulele in the mix. There was most definitely a ukulele in the mix. <laughs> or multiple ukuleles, <laughs> I don't know. I find that it's just such a fun instrument. It is. Um, Musical background? Yeah, I mean, I did music through school, you know, banding, choir geek, and yeah. super happy about having that label on myself. I love it What so was much. your band instrument? <laughs> I was a trumpet player. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And how'd you find your way to the ukulele? Um, I had a roommate when I first moved here. Awesome. Um, <laughs> who had a ukulele. And... <laughs> And she just like taught me how to play a couple chords. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much easier than that full-size guitar that I've been trying to play. Yeah. That's been just tearing up my fingers. And Absolutely. anyway, if anyone's a beginner guitar player, maybe you can relate out there. Yeah, but um, definitely. Yeah, and we just had so much fun playing in our living room and like played out and about for like little community events. And yeah, it was like during the end of my AmeriCorps position where I just... I was like, it'd be fun to just go down to the farmer's market and play a couple songs and just right. just busk on a Wednesday when there's no other music there. I can do it for like a half hour and then like go home once I have like $4, which is enough to get the lettuce I want. Or, you know, I love whatever. it. I love it. When would that have been? Like 2020? 2016, 16, maybe yeah, 2017. Yeah, but I just like, I just got hooked on performing. Like, yeah. And the farmer's market is such a lovely place to kick off your music performance career like build up that confidence everyone's so friendly and just grateful to have live music there and well that's something i'm gonna i'm gonna bring that back up in a little bit here when we when we dive further into your your current position as well but i mean you know bringing music to the market was something that you know it didn't always exist there necessarily and that was a whole tool set that i think you you learned through experience actually created a whole part of uh, a whole whole nother part of of what a community market can look like right Yeah. yeah yeah what a cool experience 
Uh, and then through that, I guess you, you were mentioning too, I know you played out through the community. I remember you playing on different things. Um, I recently did a show with Michelle Lynn as well. And we were talking about meeting through, I think even uh, T-Box Open Stage back in the day and some of the different events that people used to show up at and things. So it's fun to fun to think back on those uh, lawn chair night, some of those mm-hmm. things for sure. That I remember seeing you at for over time. Uh, cool. And then so as we have worked through, uh, you found your way to Farmer's Market, not only playing the ukulele, uh, but through the years then, um, actually as a job, right? Yeah, yeah. It was on my birthday in 2020 that I got a early oh morning goodness. phone call from Steve McCarger. It felt like a total birthday present. Yeah, just um, wow. saying that he was going to step away for a year as the world was get yeah. pretty crazy at that time. Yeah. and. And what I want to try well, it out for you. we should probably back up just a second. So Steve McCarger was the longtime manager of the Decorah Farmer's Market. Yes. And I I actually should have dug more into the history of our farmer's market before this show. I, I should have done a better job of that. But, I mean, Steve was there for a long time. And I don't know if he created, but certainly was in on the front end of farmer's market becoming what it is now. Yeah, uh, which definitely. Which is super cool. And moving from, I, if I recall, back in the day across the street in the gravel parking lot or <laughs> other places uh, and getting into the lower... Um, Lower parking lot, which we also should have mentioned, behind the Oneota Co-op, uh, and kind of angled down from Java Johns, crossing the post office in that area. So it's a really, um, you know, it's at least a hard surfaced area. You can you can forge the weather to some extent a little better, uh, and and that's a project that um, continually gets looked at in Decorah too. I know, but what a cool thing to have that. Um, did you have any experience previous to that working at Farmers Market or just being around, or was it just through playing music and hanging, talking with people, and being there? Really just through playing music. A lot of market managers or market operators find their way through being a vendor. And I think it was maybe a little weird that I was a musician first and then a market (laughs) manager. Um, But it was something I was just so excited and grateful to do. I mean, I'd worked at small nonprofits and I mean, managing a market has a lot of similarities to that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's cool. I think, you know, you find the way and you're part of a community already and it makes a lot of sense when you know know some of the players and you know some of the people. Uh, One of the other people, I should bring up because he, he was also on a previous show with Josh Dansdill, who I know has done quite a bit of work in that realm um, from the RCD, Northeast Iowa RCD Resource Conservation Development. If you're not familiar, you can go back and find it on a previous show. We talk all about that. Um, but Josh had done a lot of work in kind of helping create resources somewhat, right? Or give an avenue to create resources for farmers market managers and other things too. Is that is that an accurate description? That is 100% <laughs> accurate. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and so as that time and and things transferred i know it's been amazing um and one of the other things that you've got to do as well through that um in becoming a manager is then continue that outreach uh you know whether it's across the region across the state or even nationally i think one of the things i found when i was looking was even a podcast that you'd been on um that was really really cool uh, i'm trying to remember the name of it now is it's tent uh oh shoot i what the name it was, but it was for the uh, farmer's market professionals, essentially, right? Yeah, if there's any wannabe market vendors out there or market managers, it's Tent Talk. Tent Talk. Thank <laughs> you. I should be able to remember and that. And it's been great. <laughs> yeah, Tent Talk. And it's just another podcast, but it's all about markets. Yeah. Which is super cool. One of my super favorite, fun. I listened through part of it, one of my favorite things, and I don't know where the hosts are from, obviously somewhere else a little bit larger than our our small corner of Northeast Iowa. Uh, but they asked how many markets, you know, were in town or like which, you know, how big your market was. And we, I think it was a little bit of a chuckle. It's like, we have, we have one market. It's, <laughs> it's a very good market. <laughs> 
but yep. that is that is the reality of where we live, uh, and that is the thing. Our guest, uh, Kristen Egan, is here today, um, representing all sorts of good stuff, but uh, as the manager of the Decora Farmers Market. Kristen, we're going to talk a whole bunch more about market here in just a second. We're going to take a quick break and be back, and I want to talk about some of the vendors, some of your favorite things, my favorite things, uh, and everything that's coming up in farmers market season. So thanks for being here. We're going to be right back. It's Rhymes with Decora. founder of Inspired Media. Since 2007, Inspired has been creating hyper-local positive news, featuring the people, places, and things that make our communities great. We inspire our readers through stories about our neighbors. People are good, and positive news is for everyone. Find us in print and online at iloveinspired.com. That is the voice of Aaron Henny Nichols, my partner, my wife. Uh, we run Inspired Media. <laughs> That's the deal. And I appreciate her being willing to be a little spot on this show. If you haven't checked it out, we have done a couple shows. We're going to do a couple more um, in the near future talking about all things Inspired as well. Find us online at iloveinspired.com, including a new website very, very soon. You can also check out all the music on this podcast. Our friend Nick Zielinski is found on Instagram at Indicative of Drumming. He's a great guy. He's a decoran, another musician who ties into the path of this podcast, which is fun. And here we are in Rhymes with Decora, stories about communities you love by people you trust. My special guest today is Kristen Egan, Decora Farmers Market Manager, amongst many other talents and things and general glowing light around Decora. Aww, <laughs> welcome welcome so nice. back, Kristen. <laughs> Hi. Thanks for being here. I had to laugh. I told you the story right before we started. Um, so Nick Zielinski, who uh, plays drums and does all sorts of cool stuff, um, is our neighbor. And uh, he's created some of the music for the podcast. And when I had Hannah Breckville on from Humble Hands Harvest, we were talking away at so many other things that I actually forgot to even bring up that she's a bass player, has played with Maritza, does all, and apparently has also played with Nick, which I I didn't even know (laughs) and a a bunch of other cool things. So it's always amazing how things connect uh, through just opening up conversations, right? Definitely. Well, I've never played with Nick, but maybe someday. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you never know. I'm sure he'd love to. No, good, good people in all directions. And in a a small region like this, you know, music, uh, the music community as well is fairly tight knit, right? That's true. You meet a lot of people along the way. Decora Farmer's Market is what we are talking about. Wednesdays, three to six, Saturdays, eight to 11. And boy, is it market season. It is totally market season. Yeah, and yes. as, as you were kind of giving the distinction, summer market season, you know, the vegetables still right, really love to roll in. What are some of your favorite products that you're seeing pop up right now? Oh, right now, okay, zucchini. Yeah. I'm sorry, I know people are a little <laughs> over zucchini, but I think I've decided, as of today actually, I've decided right. that zucchini is the summer's gift to us. Nice. It's just so abundant. Wow. You can just put it in absolutely everything and you're like hey i'm eating vegetables that's great 
It is true. What, uh, summer zucchini, like the small ones, big zucchini, other doesn't matter. You're oh, you, you gotta s- smaller is better when it comes yeah. to zucchini. Yeah, yeah. yeah so try to pick them small, even though it's super easy to, to like. To, right. I don't know. Yep. Let them go. <laughs> yep. Yep. Those are some of my favorite, you know, like the postcards that are clearly, um, I mean, back in the day they weren't Photoshop, but, you know, manipulated. So it's like someone's porch and you've placed the entire zucchini that just the size of the porch on the, you know, some of my favorite images from uh, across the, uh, <laughs> across the summer season, the, uh, the um, infamous, you know, I could leave you some zucchini. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> or like, don't leave your car windows down in Iowa yeah. in summer. Cause you'll, you'll end up with someone will drop zucchini in there. <laughs> exactly. But no, those are great. Any other uh, favorite things as of late? I know one of the things that I always love is early season spinach um, tends to do really well. But then we always get to this little moment in summer where spinach doesn't do well. And so then you have to kind of you know, discern your sights to other greens. Yes. Other good oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. But like a nice salad mix or spicy mix right now. Yeah. Oh, sometimes in the middle of summer, like spicy things are just so refreshing. Absolutely. A little bit of something that has like some mustardy wasabi greens mixed into it. Is so good. Or if you just get straight up spicy greens like those wilt really well if you're gonna do anything in us in like oh, yeah. a saute pan or yeah. absolutely yeah and kale starts to roll in some of those other things oh yeah we've got our like nice hearty greens like kale and collards that just want to be like braised or like slow cooked for a long time mm, nice so good that's awesome one of the cool things um we sh- i will also mention is that you know i feel like for the size of our market which has grown over the years of course pandemic you went right into that and got to experience <laughs> the adventures of trying to run a public market through something like a pandemic right um but we've seen a lot of our vendors come back as strong as ever I think some really, really um, unique and um, just doing a really great job growing amazing local food or creating local food too, right? Some very diverse, different vendors out there for our market. Yeah. Um, and some of the ones that, you know, we watched forever. I mean, Canoe Creek Farms and the Krause family have been in the mix. Um, Steinuses and Top of the Hollow, of course, I've known forever. Uh, you know, and some of those, some of those folks, but also I know in the last post I was looking at that you'd thrown out for the market on Saturday, um, Sweet Season and Cluck You and some of those really fun things that are bringing other things to market too. Um, Kymar Acres is another one of my favorites. Uh, you know, breakfast burrito on Saturday mornings kind of become one of my favorite things. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> but they're an interesting organization, too. I mean, they, they grow vegetables. They bake amazing pies and breads. Yes. Um, they also produce, I mean, they have their Kymar Cafe. So they also have, you know, hot food available at market, which adds a whole nother element. Yeah. And this year, we mix, right? they started coming on Wednesdays as well as Saturdays. So, Benji, if you wanted, awesome. you could get a breakfast dinner burrito. <laughs> Not to be oxymoronic about it, but breakfast could happen for dinner. Everyone loves breakfast for dinner. Who doesn't love <laughs> breakfast for dinner? Or dinner things for dinner, too, right? <laughs> uh, you know, also, um, as I mentioned earlier, Humble, Humble Hands Farm, Emily Hannah and the crew there um, always have amazing produce. And I picked up early season carrots were really good this year. Yes, they're always so tender and when yep, it's early. Yeah. Yep, and I know those sometimes will take kind of a break in the summer and come back towards later season as well when they're nice and sweet, but some of those kinds of things. Um, and then of course, Daryl and Eric 301 eatery showing up with their good breads and their baked goods. Their, uh, chocolate chunk salted cookie is one that's gotten me through a few, um, 
Saturday shifts. I often work <laughs> on Saturdays, so I have to, uh, I swing by and grab stuff on my way to work too. You, you got to fortify. Yeah. You know, you do. <laughs> um, but there are other parts of the market that have been added over the years too. Now, I know that coming back to AmeriCorps for a minute, oftentimes there are Green Isle AmeriCorps, other um, members in that circuit who will come and do events or activities too, right? They do. They've been doing some awesome educational activities. And by educational, it's really just fun and you might learn something along the way. Um, Sorry, Green Iowa folks, if you're listening to this, it's educational too, but... Family appropriate, fun stuff, right? Family appropriate and just um, bringing curiosity and fun and creativity down to our market, which is always, always welcome and fun, like an added mix and give the kids something to do while they're down there. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so not only that, I mean, now, now it's kind of one of those things we've, we've, that you keep adding these amazing elements to the market. So also the live music element uh, that has continued to grow as we talked about. So I was through last week for just a second and Nomaly Brennett was playing at market, which is a total treat, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, so great. And yeah. you know, lots of other folks, I don't know if top, top of your mind who's, you know, if you want to mention some of those people, you're welcome to. Yeah. We've had um, folks that have played at market for before I started even, like Michael yeah. McElrath and yep. Mark Armstrong and Maritza and also like in recent years the Driftless Jazz group from yeah. Luther has come and they're just a total blast to have um, so that's really fun too we've gotten a couple folks in from out of town yeah. um, who's names I'm not remembering oh, okay. as much right now I'm yeah. sorry folks but um yeah it's just you never know who you're gonna find and some folks um have been playing for years and some folks it's like a newer performing experience for them and so right. it's just it's just fun it's like a festival that of emerging musicians when it really cool. adds a nice element I know even from I mean occasionally you'll see uh, older patrons who are just kind of hanging out and taking it all in and taking a break you might see young little toddlers toddling around or maybe even toddling away from their parents and dancing away or doing whatever and it really it adds a nice element to the market that I think is really fun and also gives people a chance to uh, hang out talk communicate it know. is my favorite thing when people dance at the market yeah. so <laughs> please everyone come and dance at the market <laughs> just right in the middle of the aisle is fine or on the grass whatever suits you <laughs> i love it and, and worth mentioning there's some nice shady spots back in the grass too you know another fun thing you i know you did earlier in the season of course getting started a lot of markets in our area really don't get going until you know may ish kind of depending on uh and you know april early april mid april in iowa can can mean anything it is so. so true. Even early May sometimes. Yes, right? Uh, but I know one of the other things you added in early May was um, kind of part of it as a, a art market, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a new thing that we that we tried out, piloted this year, and that's just the Saturday before Mother's Day to have an art market. It's, it's a time of year when there isn't a ton of produce out yet, yep. um, but just as to welcome people down to the market, get them, yeah, get them down early in the season and support our local artisans we have so many incredible artisans yeah, here absolutely and, and just adding yeah. another layer to the market you know more more fun stuff in the mix and yes. uh, people to talk yeah. to and check it all out well those are some really cool things i know a couple of the other things over the years that have been added that were really innovative and also kind of important i think to equity in the market and some of those things were not only did um you know a handful of folks come together i think to figure out sort of uh, an ebt or debit system right so people could come down and use a debit card or something else and exchange that for tokens that you you can spend at any of the any of the market vendors. I have that correct, right? That's correct. Yeah. yeah. And then also um, dollars. I think there are some dollars for seniors or even WIC nutrition that you're accepting. And there's certain things like that. I don't want to speak incorrectly. But that is correct. No, you're on the ball. 
Yeah. Cool. And I think those are really neat things that didn't always exist, um, not because of want, but just because of technology or other things that enabled uh, enabled those parts to come together for the market. Does that? Uh... Definitely. I, I mean, market markets just by nature are pretty low technology areas. Yeah. Just like, yeah. I mean, you're set up in the middle of a parking lot or in the middle of a park. There's not always electricity around. We're lucky that there is at our market, but yeah, yeah it's, it's, I'm so grateful for the leadership that came before me to bring sure. those elements to the market and it, and that we're able to be a more welcoming market because of it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, I'll also see along that standpoint, maybe it's a good moment to also say if somebody has had an idea over the years that they think might fit for farmer's market, what's the process? I mean, how do you go about even um, kind of figuring out if what you have to offer would be a good match? As far as um, vendors? To, yeah, new vendors? Wanted, yeah, exactly. If you wanted to be a vendor in a farmer's market. Yeah. yeah, I recommend you can go on our webpage, on the Visit Decora webpage that we have under the Taste More tab. And if you scroll down to the bottom, you'll find our current vendor packet that's all about, that has all the rules and regulations as far as like, like if you know you have a specific product but aren't sure if it's something you could do at our market, like you can do that. And two, I mean, if you live in town or if you're at the market anyway, just stop by and seek me out and we can chit chat about your idea and um, I can give you a paper version if paper is more more your style and yeah just talking through your idea is great we love um, nurturing new businesses and being a small business incubator is definitely a role that we want to play here in Decora. and I think that's one of the coolest things about farmers markets anywhere even sort of the public markets you know style of things is that it is really a, a pretty easy easily accessible compared to a you know taking on a brick and mortar type thing to uh, suss out a business idea see if your product is the right one uh, all those things right definitely I mean it's a captive audience twice a week where you can get <laughs> feedback on your product is like a focus group <laughs> and, and probably people who are very willing to give you that feedback right? <laughs> probably that's awesome yeah. I, I love it i love it cool well uh one other thing that we had talked about that is really kind of exciting and fun i know i was flipping through just a little while ago too is you've also started and kind of another couple ways to keep in touch with farmers market crowd the what's fresh email newsletter i got that right brand new yeah, yeah. cool tell us about that yeah so it's an email newsletter that i send out wednesday mornings um so before before our market starts on Wednesday. And it says what's coming into season produce-wise, what's going out of season, a list of the produce that we that we had at last market, just so people can, sometimes um, you don't always know because markets are beautifully seasonal. You don't always know what's yeah. going to be there. If you haven't been there in a while, you don't really uh, remember where in the season are we at? Are the potatoes in yet or not? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so that's something just to, to help shoppers know what they're going to encounter at our market. I also include um, the upcoming music for that Saturday. If nice. we're going to have any like family-friendly activities, it'll be listed there as well. Cool. And any market announcements like... No market Nordic Fest Saturday, for example. That's a good, always a good PSA, right? <laughs> yeah, no PSA. Ki- no kidding. Uh, and that you can find that again on the website too at visitdecora.com under the Taste More tab, right? You can figure out how to get signed up for that. Yep, you can sign up there. And that information is also on Facebook under Decora Farmers Market. So you can check it out there. Instagram as well. Lots of beautiful pictures. You take photos. You I mean, you, you're a bit of a photographer as well, right? I would, would not call that? myself that at no? all. No? Oh, wow. 
okay. But thank you. Thank you. I'm glad they're looking I, good. <laughs> I know you have you have taken many a fine farmer's market photo, which oh, is thanks, awesome. Benji. Yeah, absolutely. And it's fun to see those. It, you know, as you start looking at those things as a collection, Instagram's really good for that. You can kind of see over time, right? And it's really fun to see sort of the span of a season of farmer's market and all those things that come and go, right? It's kind it's, of a neat, yeah. a neat thing for sure. Love all of that. Uh, you know, my wife and my daughter helped me come up with a list of questions um, when I was starting this podcast that I could ask just anybody. And one of them was, what's uh, what's your perfect Saturday? How does it go? But that question, I, I can't really <laughs> ask you that question because... A, it's your job, but B, it's farmer's market, right? What about Sunday? Well, okay, yes. <laughs> What's your perfect Sunday, day after market? Sleep in. Yes. Check. I could only imagine. Must sleep in. <laughs> That's awesome. That is the day. I, I love it. Um, One of the other things that they asked was what, you know, what is your, what are your other favorite towns? But what I thought of was, are there other markets in the region that you really look to or bounce off of or, or find inspiration from as well? Or beyond, oh, even. it doesn't have to even be question. the region necessarily. I was going to say a lot of markets happen on Saturdays, so right. I can't go to them. That's like the classic <laughs> farmer's market manager would be like, it'd be great to go to all these other markets if only they weren't on Saturday. The classic. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, Wednesday that, for that, that matter. I think there's that, a couple that are on Wednesdays as well. So. Absolutely. That makes sense. It yeah. has been cool to see in our region too, I think, um, that the, you know, the market and the market managers, different people have worked together over the years to help create other opportunities too, though, which is cool. I know Postville has been running a Thursday evening market. Um, Baroque was the classic as well, Saturday, Wednesday, and they have a great farmer's market on the other side of the river. Um, oh, and Guttenberg. So have you been down to Guttenberg's no, market? I've not been to Guttenberg. Okay, so maybe that's the one. I played right. music there before I was market managing, and it's just so lovely. It's right on the river under some uh, big yeah. oak trees. It's a and great location. They've got there. a wonderful selection of vendors down there. There you go. And as my, my daughter plan. and I will tell you, the best swing set on the Mississippi River, the best swings on the Mississippi River. That the park right by the lock. Know. It is. It's yeah. kind of a secret. I shouldn't be telling everybody. There'll be a line at the swings now. <laughs> no, there won't. Awesome. Uh, Kristen, this has been super fun. Are we missing out anything on Farmer's Market? Anything you're looking forward to coming up in the season or as we work through into August or further? Oh, man, I just encourage people to keep stopping back because things are changing and coming into season. And it's like this wonderful dynamic outdoor grocery store so keep yeah. checking in and seeing seeing what's new i love it yeah. i love it those are super super cool things uh we appreciate all of your work as the far market manager the farmer market manager here in decora everything you bring to town it's awesome and we appreciate all the energy that happens on wednesdays and saturdays at the market for sure so thanks for uh thanks for doing it Thanks so much, Benji. Yeah, it's been a blast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having the conversation. Again, Decora Farmer's Market, Wednesdays 3 to 6, Saturday 8 to 11. Uh, check them out on Facebook, Decora Farmer's Market or Instagram. And visit decora.com uh, under the Taste More tab. There's lots of cool stuff there, but all the information about the Decora Farmer's Market you can find. Check it out. Thanks, Kristen. Yeah, thanks so much. You've been listening to Rhymes with Decora, stories about communities you love by people you trust. I'm Benji Nichols, your host. This is a project of Inspired Media. Find us online at iloveinspired.com. We appreciate your support. And uh, get out there and support your local farmer's market by all means. If you've enjoyed the music on this podcast, it is the work of Mr. Nick Zielinski. Find him online at Indicative of Drumming. And thanks for checking it out. See you next time.